Good morning. This is the Eager Beaver Show. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to season three and episode number 207 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryer Media Network. Yeah. <laughs> I love doing that. It's so much fun. Uh, I don't know if I want, well, I guess we, yeah, I guess I maybe we should record it so that the network can use it like in promos, but it's like, no, don't, don't just have me on. I'll sing it. I'll just come on the show for two seconds. <laughs> I'll just do it live. Um, today, recording day is, I'm going to guess, two, no, Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, September. Third Monday. Yeah, Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. And uh, it looks like it's going to be a mixed day. Maybe some sun and cloud today here at uh, the Beaver Lodge. Um Hopefully, some tennis is in the cards for me today. Um, I am your host, the Eager Beaver, pronounce he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver Ray. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. Good morning to you, Kits, Jillian, Mike H., Ellen, Mystical, and Bon Matin, Christian. These are the early birds today. Um, <clears throat> of course, a big thank you goes to our sponsors, the Peppermaster, the Mist Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. We have a Wednesday morning nibble for you. But first, good morning to you, Mr. Grizzly, and uh, how's your mental health today? Good morning, Mr. Beaver. Um, I think my mental health is pretty good today, actually. Uh, had had a... 
interesting evening. We we decided to watch Grease last night. <laughs> I saw the text. I haven't, Kevin, I haven't watched like, it in I'm not years. Text back to interrupt you. Not at all. Just you just enjoy that. Well, it's it's so. The last time I watched it was on uh, probably VHS cassette. Okay. So it's been a long time since I watched it. So the last time I saw it in widescreen high definition was when I saw it in the theater in 1978. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't seen it in years. I could probably recite every single line of it to you because when I was a kid, I watched it all the time. Yep. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the overending, overreaching arch towards the end of the film is that in order for Sandy to be accepted by her friends, she has to become a dirty slut. It's the 1950s after all, right? <laughs> supposed to be 1959. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't until uh, later on that I, I, like, I always remembered that when I was thinking, oh, this movie probably wasn't, isn't going to age, it didn't age well. But then I thought, well, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait a minute. Somewhere in the movie, he did try to change for her, too. Yeah, he did. He did. I just yeah. need harassed. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. The sweater vest. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I, well, no, it was a cardigan. It was a full cardigan. Cardigan, yes. But I mean, but I was, uh, but, but I didn't remember it, right, at all until I actually saw the movie. I said, "Oh yeah, they did write a part where he did try to change for her." So I guess in that way, it was progressive, even though it wasn't. Yeah. Well, there's, there's <laughs> something I pointed out when we were watching it last night. So I said to I said to Bridget, I said, check this out. Watch this guy here. I said, that guy right there, his name, uh, the guy who plays Vince Fontaine is Ed Cookie Byrne, who used to be on uh, uh, Route 66, I think it was. It was He was a very famous TV show. And in the 50s, he was a big superstar. And there was a song called Cookie, Cookie, Lend Me Your Comb, because he always had slicked hair. Okay. So he plays the part of Vince Fontaine, which was based on um, Dick Clark, mm -hmm. National Bandstand, American Bandstand. Anyway, Except they made Dick Clark a little lecherous. There. Yes, they did. <laughs> well, rumor has it. Uh, oh. Anyway, okay. anyway, um, there's a scene when when uh, they award the they award the dance. You know, they do the end of the dance, and they all jump into the scene. Yeah. What nobody noticed, and I didn't notice until somebody pointed it out to me, and I saw it on YouTube. I went, "Holy crap, he does." Vince, uh, the character of Vince Fontaine, who was 45 years old at the time, Ed Cookie Burns, he does a giant flip into the scene. I know. You know, when, when they all jump into the last second and they hand yeah. the award? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He flips into the scene. I know. Like he does a flip. In, no, no. And if, if you don't pay attention, it, you'll miss it. He flips into the scene and they toss him the mic and he catches it. And they did it in one take. <laughs> like, yeah, you got to check it out. Oh wow! I'm definitely going to see that. Yeah. You know, the, the 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 famous part I remember about him is that when you know, uh, Marty is like by the whether that snowman sort of character or whatever yes. it is, that that type of thing. Like he's, he's like flirting with her and she goes, "Your name, Marty, Maraschino," as in cherry. <laughs> oh, they were at the they were at the television camera. <laughs> yes, because right after she said cherry, she leaned on the giant lens. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's like, the the more you watch, it, the more you see these tiny little things. So the, the, I think that's why one of the reasons why I love it because every time I watch it, I see something new, but I never notice the flip. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Okay, uh, well, for for my part, uh, yesterday was an exercise of just trying to stay awake long enough to get through the day. Mm. because by the time nine o'clock came around, I had been up for almost about seven hours already. 
Yeah. Um, I tried to go back to sleep in the morning. That did not happen. Uh, and I had, uh, fortunately, yesterday was a day. There's like two days on the whole rehearsal call list for Madeline that the grownups right. are not called in. And yesterday was one. I would not have gotten through it. Oh, so it worked out I, well then. Yeah, I kept on stretching out and just like passing out throughout yeah, the afternoon. Happens. It's like, okay, I got to be somewhere at 3.30. It's 1.30. I have time to sneak in 30 minutes now, set the alarm. Alex, make sure I wake up in case I sleep through the alarm. <laughs> call me. <laughs> so I got the alarm and you know, it's like people set to call me. <laughs> it's like, keep it ringing until I wake up. Yeah. So, but that, I mean, you you have to when there are appointments that you have and oh, yeah, on yeah, two yeah. hours sleep and you're just trying to fit in and you never you're know when you're going to conk out and then and then if you haven't if you don't have people making sure that you get up you just sleep right through it it's That's happened to me many times it's only a human function you know yeah. sleep but uh yeah. yesterday i went to i went to bed at uh, i was in bed by 10 30 and i woke up uh, almost like seven minutes before the 6 30 alarm Oh, wow. That's like my fail safe, my fail safe yeah. alarm. Get out of bed, put some water in your hook home, and turn on the computer and go, Good morning, kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so I, I slept in until 6 30 this morning only because I, I had set up everything the night before. So I knew I could yeah. just turn on my. Oh, and so 6 30, I crawl out of bed, I walk over to the computer to to open it up because I always, I don't turn it off, right? I just leave it going to sleep mode. Well, it decided to reboot in the middle of the night. So oh, it's booting dang. up. So I'm like, well, I'll just jump in the shower and hopefully it'll be fully booted by the time I get out. Thankfully it was. Yes. All right. Um, news, 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 news. Um, the I have a couple of clips. Okay. You want to see? Uh, yeah. I get, well, let me start the, with one simple. Okay. This is just a graphic one, uh, a text graphic. Because I said yesterday I was reading, last night as I was putting this together, I was discovering this, what was trending on Twitter was, I will not comply. I'm like, oh, okay, I see. So they they might start asking people to wear masks again because there's a new COVID strain going around. Mm -hmm. People will not comply. And the one guy says, one guy says, I will not comply. And then he <laughs> here, here's if I, if this they said a mask and gloves were enough to go to the grocery store. They lied. Everybody else had clothes on. <laughs> No, really, it's a costume party. <laughs> that one made me laugh because the way it starts out, I'm like, oh, where are we going with this? And then it, you know, they had me in the first half. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and then they zagged. Yes, yes, they did. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny myself. <laughs> but the only newsworthy thing I have for you this morning, um, we all know about Doug and his, his land grab green belt land scam scandal giveaway uh, fleecing of the Ontario citizenry and how the RCMP is now looking into it apparently I don't know what the or looking into whether or not they should be looking into it to be perfect. right right well I have I don't know if you if you saw him yesterday and what he did in a in a presser but the lovely and talented Rachel Gilmore has put something together and I'll share this clip with you and then we can discuss it afterwards because, oh, Doug, Doug, Doug. Is Doug Ford using transphobia as a Hail Mary distraction from his own political scandals? You be the judge. Doug Ford has been under fire lately for his government's Greenbelt land swap scandal. 
I'm sure you've already heard of it, but here are the cliff notes. The Greenbelt exists to protect over 2 million acres of environmentally sensitive and agriculturally important land. It's hard to overstate just how important this land is. It slurps up carbon emissions, it helps preserve biodiversity, there's so many benefits. If you arbitrarily take one chunk out here and add a new chunk there, that can actually impact those benefits. So when Ford announced a plan in November to pluck out 7,400 acres from the Greenbelt to build houses, people were not happy. And this is where it gets juicy. In August, the Auditor General found that developers suggested which land should be taken out of the Greenbelt and opened up for development. And the land that the government ultimately freed up? It happened to add $8.3 billion to the value of the land those developers owned. Smells kind of corrupt, no? Mm. Now the walls are closing in, the housing minister has resigned, and the RCMP is looking into this. Suddenly finding himself in the middle of a potentially career-ending scandal, Doug Ford suddenly takes aim at school boards for indoctrinating students on gender identity. And he said parents should be informed about students' gender identity decisions. Echoing policies in Saskatchewan and New Brunswick that are currently facing court challenges over concerns they violate LGBTQ students' human rights. This is about as transparent as attempts at distraction get. And it's pretty gross to use LGBTQ youth to do it. What do you think of all this? So thanks to the lovely and talented Rachel Gilmore for putting that together because it was like a minute and 30 seconds that sums all of it up and showing that Doug is trying to distract by hopping on the conservative bandwagon and scapegoating children. And she took the words right out of my mouth. Yep. Like, Doug Ford was in the trouble, and then he took a little uh, during his exam, and he took a little look to the left of him, and took a little look to the right of him. Saw what was going on in New Brunswick, saw what was going on in Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. Decided, hey, let me copy off the dumbest kids in the class's test. He's never he's never gone down that road before. Oh yeah. Oh, but but here, you know, not only that, not only that though, Doug didn't just throw trans kids under the bus. Mm. Right. There's some data going around saying that like 0.3% of Canadians identify as transgender. Uh, let's make that a correction. Z <laughs> Those are just the transgender people who feel safe and comfortable right. and brave enough to identify themselves on a government right. census. Yes. Because the first time they started adding us gay people to the sentence, the, to the sentence, to the census, um, you see over the years where that questions on the census, how the number of people who are gay go up. And it's not because there are suddenly more of us who we started reproducing no. like rabbits. It's just, um, yeah, the government uh, wants to know what wants me to say on a government thing, whether or not I'm gay or not, considering everything that they just put us through the last couple of years. I'm not ready to say that right, right. now. Now, right. with 20 years of rights, more people are willing to say that. So, well, and I think more people and it was the first safe census. about it. Right, and it was the first census that transgender people were included because they right. included us. But once again, they left the transgender behind, people behind back then. Of course, of right. course. So, um, but not only that. Oh no, 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 no. Doug Ford didn't throw the, just the kids under the bus. You, you remember he also threw Canada under the bus. Doug Ford started talking about separatism. Not that he would ever recommend that. No, no. Right? It's almost like an episode of Seinfeld. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that I'd ever recommend separation, but oh my God, you know, we have like 40% of the population, next percent of the economic activity. And, you know, that musing aloud, like, oh, what it would be like if we were, you know, on our own, we didn't have a big bad Ottawa making us do all this stuff. <laughs> Like this, like, um, yeah, big bad Ottawa who provides your national defense and provides your foreign service and provides your 
national food inspection and provides your yes yes everything right that, that you would have to take on yourselves now well i guess you're sitting on 22 billion dollars uh, i'm guessing well i guess you could still choose to give that to your developer friends and not do that stuff because i mean well that's gotten where you got you where you are so far and you haven't paid any consequence it seems um man's getting green belted and then he just grabbed trans kids and hey here's some virgins for the volcano well, he's, or Operation Human Shield. He, he's uh, effectively what he is. He's just a drowning man in the middle of the ocean, and he will grab onto anything he can and push it down to try yep. and keep himself up. I literally wrote that yesterday. Really? <laughs> drowning, dr drowning, Dougie, dumbass Dougie Donuts is in the water, and he's actually grabbing trans kids' heads and pushing them underwater in order to save himself. Yeah. I literally wrote that. Mm -hmm. Great minds think alike, I guess, huh? Just kids yeah yeah there's there's no low for this man that's what i keep telling people it's a there's bank no... robbery and he just took trans kids it's like... there's no bottom there is yeah. no bottom human shield put the bar on the ground tunnel underneath it and again though what they're saying is i'm picking these people because mm -hmm. i am convinced nobody's going to come out and stand up for them at least not in great enough numbers and then i'll wrap it all up in parental rights so Make it sound like I'm fighting and getting it done for you. Human sacrifices. Well. Human sacrifices. You know, here's the thing. He, he wants Children. to act like a mob boss, right? What mm -hmm. happens to most mob bosses in the end? His day's coming. At some point, somebody turns. It's going to happen. Yep. Well, and, and when, one of the rumors when the mob is, boss becomes a liability, yes, one because of the everybody rumors, else wants to keep their business going. One of the rumors I heard was that the leaked mandate letters, which apparently have been homogenized and polished, apparently, mm -mm, mm -mm. the first leaked letter, just so, so that come up, global Colin DeMello, and I believe mm -hmm. there's another person, I don't believe another journalist, uh, though these were leaked. To him we don't know if they were leaked from a friendly source who's trying to distract again or an mm -hmm. unfriendly source we do not know um it's going to be a series over the next couple of couple of days yes the first one that was in it was just the generic letter right anything mandate specific for any ministry taken out right yes and apparently over the course of the week we're going to find out so if you're reading it there's lots of parts where there's square brackets and Redacted. two or three dots yeah. i'm guessing that that's where the mandate stuff was okay. yeah well uh, the rumor i had heard and again i don't know i can't substantiate i have no shred of evidence to back this up but the rumor i heard was that it was uh, apparently uh, former housing minister clark oh yeah yeah, no doubt, because I've uh, I've been listening to more, and it seems that um, one of the reasons for which, according to the Integrity Commissioner, that uh, Clark may have not known what was going on, because everybody's sitting around going, well, how could you not know what was going on? You didn't want to know what was going on. Uh, yeah, he didn't want to know what's going on, because mm. apparently, according to the Integrity Commissioner, uh, Steve Clark did not support the idea. Oh because he had been housing minister from the beginning and he just right. basically went up to Doug Ford and said, dude, you just made me spend the last four years saying I would not put my hands on like this. And now you're just going to get me to flip like this. And I'm the one that's going to take, no. Yeah. So they set up the office and he said, you know what? 
I'm not going to ask any questions because yeah. I don't want to know. So it was a situation that I'm not asking questions because I don't want to know, but it seems it's not because I'm in on it and therefore don't want to know for plausible deniability. It's I don't want any part of this. So I'm not mm-hmm. except, except that like Jody Wilson-Raybould, all the time it was going on, like Mike, Mike, like Mike Pence, mm-hmm. all the time it was going on, they said nothing. Of it's not. only after. He objected, but he didn't blow the whistle mm-hmm. because he wanted to remain in cabinet. Or, or, if that's the selfish version, which sounds if, realistic. Because life swings between greed and fear. Mm-hmm. So if that's the greed one, well, I want to keep my job, so I'll just say nothing. But if it's fear, oh, well, then all of a sudden we have a cabinet minister that can't leave his mm-hmm. job who doesn't want to be in it. That puts an entirely different spin. Now, I'm not saying that this is happening. I'm saying that there's a, if you're going to game out all the possible options, the option that Minister Clark was being intimidated into silence. Okay, then fine. You stay in that position, but you say nothing. Or else... I am not liking this. Yeah, it's it's uh I am not liking this. It's like public officials, if you are somewhere and you know something wrong is happening, you don't just keep your mouth shut and stay there. You step down, you resign, and you say why you resign. And you go public with it. If you are not being intimidated into silence, that is. I mean, when we looked at the cast of characters, there are some links. Oh, yes. That would make some people be a little more circumspect in their desire to speak out. Well, you know, Dougie, don't, don't make me. Well, he's, you know, that abuser talk, and that remember, old separatism thing was a more abuser talk. Yeah. It's like, you, like, we don't need you. We're only with you because nobody else wants you. Uh, we could make it on our own. We could leave you behind any day if we wanted to. Now, I missed that whole thing. Was he talking about Ontario separating? Yeah. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. There's not a citizen in this province that would support that for a split bloody yeah. second. Yeah, yeah. He mused Not a him. single person who would ever support. If you can find me somebody in this province who wants to secede from Canada, I'd like to talk to them. But it's in the same way that Alberta did it, right? Like this, when they started talking about it, now they've got the Sovereignty Act and all that, but when they started talking about it, it's like, you know, 
Canada wouldn't survive without Alberta's oil. We are like, you know, we're the main driver of the economy and blah, no, blah, blah, not. and all that kind of, but they say that, right? Like this, and by God, if we were on our own, we could have, we could have, we could have, and then they kept building that and kept building that. Mm -hmm. Now they're at the point where they've passed some type of law, which is inherently constitutional, but they've tried to pass some type of law. Well, this is how it begins. Oh, God, that ungrateful Canada or that ungrateful Ottawa. Look at everything we contribute to it. My God, if we took our act on the road and went it alone, oh, we could this and we could that and oh, we could. This. Mm -hmm. Not that I would ever suggest we do that, but oh, my God, well, gee, they should be really more grateful that we're here and treat us better. <laughs> because we could. We would never suggest, but we could. We could. I never would. But I could, yeah. if I was provoked enough, huh? Abuser talk. Completely. Abuser talk. That's all it is. So, Doug Ford's trying to save himself. We'll see where that goes. Um, except uh, initial polling shows that he's dropped 7%. Uh, all of a sudden, let's hope that continues. Uh, on the national scale, uh, the prime minister's back home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He's, well, you know, he's been busy. He, uh, you know, was taking a, a trip out to, to Asia and stopped by uh, Edmonton, stopped by uh, the inner Okanagan on the way there, and then stopped at uh, the ASEAN summit in uh, Jakarta, uh, where, of course, uh, they are the main issues uh, for that group is what's going on in Myanmar, uh, specifically because there have been uh, over 4,000 people murdered um, mm. in what's going on over there. And, uh, of course, you know, um, China's claims in the South China Sea, basically, going, it's all mine. Like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> you know, and uh, trying to establish uh, some, some deals there. And uh, um, so there wasn't huge news uh, from the ASEAN summit, uh, where the big news was was the G20 in New Delhi, where uh, the prime minister went after. Um, for some reason, I have a feeling that there was something in Singapore as well, but I can't remember what it was. Um, but um, cool. yeah, it, it just I kept I, I remember I made a note about something about Singapore, and I don't don't know why I don't remember what it is. Um, but then we got to the G20 and the G20 was a big event because India is hosting it and um india is starting to emerge uh as a global power when we're talking about uh, moving from a world mm -hmm. with one or two superpowers to a multipolar world um you know where china would be a pole russia might be a pole well russia's quickly becoming a vassal state of china at the moment actually yes uh, and maybe even north korea now um which but, is curious because uh, north korea is broke yeah and kim jong-ul Kim Jong-un doesn't never leaves the country. No, and he left never. for the first time in four years. Yeah. On his train, which apparently is rather luxurious and I'm told bomb proof. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, he's, well, anyway, that faction of the world is doing what they're doing, right? That's because we were talking about, um, um, oh, darn. Uh, the BRICS meeting, uh, BRICS nations meetings, where they opened up the BRICS to six other nations. And, you know, South Africa, which is a democratic country, uh, wanted to increase membership so that it, you know, was, let's make it more, let's 
make sure that we keep this some type of economic organization rather mm -hmm. like some, than some anti-US organization. Um, because the code word here is imperialist, right? They're right. anti-imperialists, but when they're talking about anti-imperialists, they mean anti-American and they don't want a world with one superpower that dominates everything. And I can understand that part. And I, I'm, I'm kind right. of on board with that. Yeah. It's just that, um, not too keen, you know, so again, it all depends like where are the polls going to be? <laughs> well, know, you know, when, when America... we were all look, sorry, we were all looking at India as a country It's like, why are we trying to get closer to China? Let's go, go closer to India. We have a commonwealth relationship. We share a common mm -hmm. language, English. We're both democratic countries, but I look at the guy who's leading it now. Well, he's yeah, he's probably a lot like China. India has currently got a, a, a prime minister or is he a president? I can't remember. Uh, pr Prime Minister Modi. Yeah. Prime Minister. The, yeah. Prime Minister similar to the one we had prior to Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, except that Modi is a dick, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, well, and he's openly uh, 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 created a situation where, where Muslim Indians are, are getting killed in the streets oh, yeah. and burning mosques. And yeah. he's, he's, he supports it. Gandhi is spinning wherever. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Just what Modi's done to India in, in that sense. Um, right. Which is like, are we surprised that he and the prime minister don't really get along? No. No. <laughs> so, well, I mean, anyway. when, when, when Victor Orban is praised by Stephen Harper, and I, you remember Charles Adler's reaction to that, he was like gobsmacked because what? We all know who Viktor Orban is. Right. He's a Nazi. Right. He's a dictator. He's a fascist. He's a terrible human being. Hmm. So if the De International Democratic Union is buddying up to somebody like that, look at that. The mask didn't slip. They tore it off. They tore it off. Yep. So... Um... <laughs> This was like a, a, a big party for you know, sort, of, sort of like coming up party for India because they want to show that they can be a player. Um, mm -hmm. They've had the, the moon landing, which worked for them. Uh, so the usually when we have a G20 meeting, the declaration comes like right, right at the end. And usually mm -hmm. the meeting has been extended because they can't agree. They agreed on the declaration on the first day. Yeah. So India the, the is taking that as a big it. diplomatic coup. Now the wording has got extremely watered down. Prime Minister yeah. said, "Listen, if it was just up to me, it would be higher, but it's not just up to me. You know, and if it was mm -hmm. up to certain other people, it would be nothing in it whatsoever." Right. Right. Well, Russia and China, the leaders, didn't chose not to attend. They sent substitutes. Mm -hmm. um, so that was not so good for India uh, for the world stage moment. But the fact that they were able to say, "Look, we got a declaration. We got it on the first day. Aren't we great?" Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, Modi's gonna Modi's gonna tra travel on that, but that was part of what part of what was going on there mm -hmm. on that front. Um, everybody's. And what did the reformers in this country do? Say, oh, look at what our what look what Can Trudeau's doing to Canada. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So then again, everybody's saying, oh, look at this Trudeau's going to India, and he doesn't even have an official meeting with Modi. <laughs> again, of course not, because Modi's trying to embarrass Trudeau just like mm -hmm. Xi does, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I guess, and because India is a democratic country, they also use the press and their media in that way. They got like the the British, the London style rags that are like that tear people apart. And, oh yes, you know, so they're doing their job. And I mean, Modi is not the most. I'm sure Modi is not adverse to saying, "Hey, uh, 
press, why don't you uh, print this or has people there who would print that? So interesting. You know what's going on. Like it's the international poker table where everyone's cheating. We know that as Bo, call, Bo the fifth column calls it, we know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, um, the, the interesting thing that Modi did a couple of years ago that I don't know if you, if anybody's aware of, mm -hmm. he passed a law in the entire nation. Now it's 1.5 and counting, 1.5 billion people and counting. Uh, Single-use plastics are completely outlawed in India. Mm -hmm. 100% completely outlawed. So when you mm -hmm. go to the store, they give you recyclable bags mm -hmm. for a purchase. And, and when you get on an aircraft, you know how you get on an aircraft and they have your blanket wrapped in plastic and you pull it out and you pull... No, it's wrapped in paper. Yep. Good. Like they, they committed to this and they, they went full, full on in because of the fact that when your population is 1.5 billion and you're producing single use plastics for 1.5 billion. Ooh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I mean, again, terrible man doing bad things, extreme right wing populism, but there's the one good thing he did. But government wants to survive. This is the thing. Right. People don't like to choke. No. Right. No. So China's the same thing. I mean, so China is, you know, all that solar technology. Yeah, because uh, do you want 1 billion people at an uprising? We can't breathe. Yeah. People will well, uprise. The, the, the technology that you have to keep them in place will only work so long. <laughs> that's right. Right. Well, and the thing China's leading on right now is wave motion energy. Yep. Yep. Tidal. So they, you know, have... have in, in the ocean and they capture yep. waves to create power from that along with wind farms and, and solar. I mean, they're really, oh, yeah. they're really going all they're in. They're going all in. They're going all in. Um, so that was, that's sort of what's going on in India. And that was sort of India's angle. Um, there mm -hmm. was a pull aside meeting, which everybody said, again, went terribly. Well, of course it went terribly if the prime minister's talking about interference. And I mean, you could tell by the communiques, Right, because the mm -hmm. communique from the Indian side was all about the six separatist movement in Canada. The fact mm -hmm. that there's room for it and we allow the free speech. I mean, we have a Quebec separatist movement. We have an Alberta separatist movement. Like, we don't ban them either. Right? No. So you're allowed to talk about, you're allowed to talk about. But what was happening at the same time is that there was a uh, referendum going on in Canada, mm -hmm. in Surrey. Um, about 135,000 people went to vote for the creation of a state called Khalistan, an independent Punjabi state. I didn't yes, know community groups have been organizing these referenda all around the world in various communities, and then they're going to take the results. They're going to have them independently tabulated and sent to someone at the UN who can make the case. So that was going on. Um, now, you know, for example, how China always says, like, stop interfering in our affairs, and we never interfere in anybody's affairs. And if you, like, dare have something going on in your country that makes them look bad, they turn around and they try to punish you. Mm -hmm. Isn't that exactly what's going on right now? Isn't this exactly a page? He doesn't want any independence movement for the Sikhs, the Sikh minority in India. Or Sikh minority? I think the, I think we say sick. Oh, I, I, I okay, think that, I heard somewhere the official pronunciation was sick, but we've we've said we've we said Sikhs. Mm -hmm. Or was it, no, was it? Oh no, maybe no, no Sikhs. I think you're Sikh. No, sorry, I'm thinking about Shiites. We say Shiites, yes. but really it's Shits. Okay, that I'm and not going to say that yes, on television. <laughs> yes, um, sorry. Yes, you're right. Sorry, Sikhs. Um, 
Yes, it's not Sikh, it's Sikh, and it's not Shiites. It's, yeah, I mix them up. Shite. Right. Um, so basically, yes, the PNC bio Modi says that we're Khalistan sympathizers. Right. But we have members of the Sikh faith in our parliament. Mm-hmm. We're not afraid of them. <laughs> right? Um, our relationship is different. So... Um, but he doesn't want any talk of that whatsoever going on anywhere in the world. So he's using whatever power he has as a nation, a big nation that's become to try and get us to curb what it is or try to get us to adopt India policy here in Canada. Which was the same thing China did with Meng Wanzhou. Mm-hmm. They tried us to got to try to get us to establish China law in Canada. We can't succumb to that. And once again, the people from the Sun and the conservative movement are bashing our prime minister because he is standing for our sovereignty against people who are trying to say, no, in Canada, you're going to do things the way we do it over here. Which is the, the thing that just is like, oh, so you, you obviously hate this country and you hate democracy. Well, no, no, that's not true. Well, you're dumping on the man who's standing up for both our country and our democracy that we hold sacred. So why are you bashing? And the right to have an independent foreign policy. I know, I know, I know, I know. But the plane has been repaired. They had two contingency plans. They had a Canadian forces plane flying over there, and then they sent a technician on a plane, commercial plane, with a part, you had a whole bunch of people saying, well, make the prime minister fly back commercial. We all know that leaders of nations don't fly commercial. You can't. Does SDF do that? Okay. All right. Um, so apparently the technician got there, the plane was repaired, so they were able to come back, uh, the whole delegation with the media and the prime minister were able to come back on the plane uh, in time uh, for the beginning of the liberal a whole caucus retreat in London, Ontario, which starts today. So uh, he's managed to get back in time for that. All right, uh, Mr. Grizzly, uh, I think we have a show. Yes, yeah, I got. I got to get into the office. I got an extremely busy day ahead of me, so I got to get in a little bit earlier than normal today. So yes, let's let's wrap up, sir. If we could, please, all right, so can go and earn that money so I can continue to pay for this stuff. Yes, let's make that paper. <laughs> all right, uh, kids and cubs, that's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. We hope that you love listening to us because we love making this for you. <laughs> love how people are plain experts all of a sudden. That's kid saucy. I know everybody's an yes. expert on everything. Everybody's Barbie. Today, I'm a virologist. Mm. Now, today, I'm a mm. constitutional lawyer. Now, today, I'm, a, I'm an airplane mechanic. Now, I'm a, the world's best diplomat. Anyway, uh, remember, sharing is caring, and word of mouth is priceless. So please use your words to tell everybody about us. We'd really appreciate it. Because democracy is something that you do. If you're in Manitoba, check your voting list. Make sure that you are registered and make your plan to vote and to bring friends with you. Please donate to the Red Cross if you can. And keep writing those letters to your elected representatives and to your media. Let them know that you demand better. And to certain mm. stories you don't want them to let go of, and certain stories you want them to look into, like Mike Ronan and uh, Andrew Shear, because he keeps on popping up his head. We still see you, motherfucker. Um, anyway, uh, if you'd like to subscribe to us, please go to the pod page sponsored by the Ray Girl. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And uh, that's podpage.com slash the true north eager beaver, lowercase letters with the hyphen between each one of those words. And uh, that's quickly that has just appeared. If you bring your phone to that, that's our QR code and it'll bring you right there. And since you're in the mood for uh, subscribing to stuff, well, why not go to our true north eager beaver media incorporated YouTube page and make like Kit Elaine like smash and share that little squiggly that just appeared by Mr. Grizzly's head is where you go for your QR code. And uh, please, 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 we uh, we thank you, all of you who are subscribing. Uh, it really helps us out big time. And let's see what else. I think that's it. Uh, oh, no, if you like what we do and want to encourage us to do more, uh, our coffee page. Yeah, that's that squiggly doesn't bring you to our YouTube site. That squiggly brings you to our coffee page. <clears throat> oh, oh, I need coffee. I, I have I have something to show you. I have okay. something to show you. Okay. Darlene, could you bring your, your new shirt over here, please? I have something to show you. You're going to like, it's going to take just a second. A new shirt? Um, yeah, a new shirt. Um, oh, and, and a chapeau as well. Uh, although the chapeau was, uh, they, they screwed up the order, so they're sending me new ones to replace them. But uh, the new shirt, um, let's see here. I'll just... Uh, well, you can model it, sure. <sighs> Hang on. You got to go over this way, over that. There you go. And, and show the backside of it? <gasps> no, the, the, no, darling. Not the backside of you, although it is. The <laughs> so, so if you're walking around town and you've got this shirt on and people go, all right, I got to scan it. It's going to take you straight to the YouTube page. Oh, my God. That is so freaking brilliant. Oh, even better? I bought a stamp, a, a little stamper, like an ink stamper. Yeah. And I'm going to... Buy a little, a tiny post-it notes. I'm going to stamp them and stick them all over the place so people will just see it and scan it because curiosity gets the better of people, right? That is so, so damn brilliant. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're a marketing genius, dude. Well, I don't know about that, but well, let's see how it goes. I only ordered the one shirt uh, for now because th that last order was like 100 bucks, so limited funds here. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I ordered two hats. You saw the hat she was wearing. It's supposed to be white in the middle with red bands on each side. They made the whole thing. So I called them up, and I go, guys, what, like this is not what I ordered. Here's the photo of what I ordered. And they go, yeah, no problem. Over this way, babe. Just show your hat. If you can see the hat there. Yeah, it should okay. be oh, that way. There you go. It should be white in the middle. Okay. Like so it looks more like a Canadian flag. Yeah. Pardon? I like it like this. Well, you can keep that one. I've got two more on the way to replace it, though. So, oh, And I have more stickers. So I have stickers, too. Uh, so if anybody wants stickers, let me know. The little <gasps> round ones, like... Uh, oh, Gee, God, what's our merch? When, when is the Cryer merch going to be back up? I have, I have round, round ones like that. Okay, cool. Oh, there we go. I'll see you in a whole bunch of these. Yay. Okay, I need to talk to uh, Dean and ask when the, the, the merch is going to be back up because I like well, that. I like. That I think it's up that. to me to, to submit the designs, but I haven't gotten to it because um, I got a million things on the go, as you well know. So, But anyway, yeah. no, this is stuff I did on my own. Yeah, yeah, I know. That. <laughs> no, I said, is the site back up? I don't know. You check with oh, Dean. Okay. Check that, with Rook so or Dean, I guess. We'll do that. Yeah. All right, I gotta go. I gotta go. Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, words of wisdom, <laughs> Mr. Chris. Words of wisdom. Uh, look for our merch in, in the store soon. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, from the Beaver Lodge, this is your your Beaver saying, uh, "Be kind to and gentle with yourself." Okay, Mr. Grizzly, roll the credits. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast.
The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Just wishing good luck uh, to uh, Team Canada, the men's team uh, playing at the Davis Cup. Uh, there to, I believe, defend their championship. So uh, not sure how well it's going to go this year since most of our really, really great players are out. But uh, we're playing Italy, Sweden, and uh, another country in this round. And if we can get out of there, maybe uh, it'll give time for people to get better. So, all right, let's see. Linda M, you know if a woman is wearing a QR code that men will scan it hoping for porn. Well, the internet is for porn. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, so uh, Mohan said Mateo wants stickers, or was that Miss Sadeka? I don't know. Uh, uh, Mohan. Mohan. Uh, okay, just uh, get an address to me somehow, and uh, I'll send you a, a sheet. Oh, I think I still have it from when they when they sent us uh, sent me my. Uh, okay, uh, dig it up and I'll, I'll uh, the, the, the dig it up, get it to me, and, and me. I've got. Uh, I can send them a sheet of six. Okay, because they're they're expensive. They're like a buck each, so <laughs> I'll send them Ooh. a sheet of six. Yeah. Oh my! Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, the stickers are coming, Mateo. Alrighty. See ya. Bye. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.